Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. Busy day of sports to talk about. Nebraska basketball getting a big win. The college football playoff. Looks like it's uh, set to go in 2024, of course, here in this station, and in, in this room, I should say. We have different opinions on that. I was really hoping we'd hold out until 2026, but the Rose Bowl is making the deal. So 2024 uh, looks like it's way to go. Um, plenty of stuff going on as far as Malachi Coleman decommitment. Uh, Keegan Johnson hits the transfer portal. Um, some of the, the the names that we've heard speculated in pretty much all but all the, the Twitter guys, right? The Twitter guys that switched their bios. Oh, yeah. um, those guys are now official. All the pictures. Um, so, Except yeah. for one. Except for one. EJ, EJ Berthel. Berthel. He didn't I'm switch not, his picture? He, so he didn't switch his profile picture. He switched his banner to Memorial Stadium. I think it was a night game. Uh, but his profile picture he didn't switch because it's him working with Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Oh well, that's still probably a pretty good profile yeah. picture. I was gonna, I was gonna say, do you think somebody should tell him that the University of Nebraska and the McCaffrey family don't exactly get along right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just say that's a Scott Frost thing and not a Nebraska thing. <laughs> Nebraska welcomes that the McCaffrey back, don't they? That was a previous coaching staff yeah, decision. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of speaking of all that, so I just want to get this out of the way. Um, we. We obviously heard the breaking news, everything that happened uh, last night. We do not have any more information than what was provided in the police report or in the email sent out by the University of Nebraska. So us talking about it like we do know more than that would be irresponsible. We don't, like I just said. So we're going to acknowledge that it happened. Um, we are going to, you know, wish well for all of the victims involved. We are going to just, I, you know... I just hope it gets resolved in whatever way it gets resolved and that everybody can move on. I'm not going to, you know, I don't know what happened. The only people that know what happened are the people that are there. And we only have the information offered to us from the police report and from, again, the University of Nebraska sending out an email. Like, I'm, I'm not going to talk about it anymore net because I don't know. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, it needs to be said, so it doesn't look like we're taking, you know, look turning a blind eye to it. But it is, you know, it, it, it happened. Um, but like you said, uh, unless you have facts, you, this conversation doesn't last for very long. And no. then we have like three facts that we can kind of give you um, that you already know if you, if you followed the story along. So there's no reason mm -hmm. really to speculate. That does nobody any good. Something happened. Unprofessional. So, Something yeah. happened. Somebody was arrested. That's all we know. Yeah. So, uh, we, yeah, again, once once more details maybe come out of that, then we can talk further into that. And then, you know, there's the side conversations of how does this affect Nebraska? It doesn't matter. Not not no. not on the top of mind right now. So nope. throw all that stuff to the side. Um, we're, 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 yeah, like in terms you said, of the, in terms of that and the University of Nebraska and, and the football team, I'm not going to connect it to. But what I am going to say is that they they did lose a commit today. Mm -hmm. Um but I, I don't know if that's connected to what happened. Again, not going to speculate. But in, in terms of that, you know, they, they named six new members of the, the coaching staff. We still don't know the current status of 
Donovan Raiola and was there somebody else? Uh, from the previous staff or just yeah, in general? From Jake, the pre- Jake Peets is an official. Um, no. Because that wasn't released. Yeah. Donovan Raiola, we don't know if he's going to be retained or not, but there's right. been no mention of him not being retained. So as of right now, I think I'm leaning towards Donovan Raiola is going to be on the staff. Um, but other than that, from the previous regime, it looks as if it's been it's been cleaned out. Yeah, which, again, I don't know if that's a, a bad thing. Like Matt Rule said – he wanted to get his guys. And in Omaha World Herald did a good article on this talking about something that he, and he said in an interview this morning too, is one thing that he wished he would have done in Carolina was hire more of his guys because mm-hmm. he hired guys based off resumes, based on what they had done in the NFL to help him kind of along that way. And it just, they never quite matched his vision. He also talked about with the Panthers, by the way, he was basically, when he took the job, was sold on, hey, this is going to be kind of your four four years you get. And he said if he knew he was going to get two years and five games, he would have went about things a different way. Yeah. And I think specifically when you talk about the draft, he probably would have done that. I, 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 you know, I keep going back to that. When you have the number eight pick in the draft, if you know that you're going – you, you don't – I mean, you could select a quarterback, and then you're tied to that quarterback, and then you get at least two or three years with that quarterback. Yeah. If, you if you feel like you – if you have confidence that they're going to keep you – then maybe you do what's best in your mind for four years down the line mm-hmm. instead of just getting a quarterback to make sure that you got the contract. So uh, it, it, it's kind of interesting to run through that Carolina stuff. To me, still not the biggest deal. You have to understand that Matt Rule, the reason why he was so highly thought of when he when, once he was fired by the Panthers in college football circles is because he could have had almost, I don't want to say any job, but he was such a hot name when he left college football it goes without saying that he got a pro job, right? Exactly. So he could have had a lot of different college jobs, uh, and that's why Nebraska is is going to get good grades for for this hire. I mean, he's he was a, a guy that was desired. He talked about taking kind of other calls, could have went mm-hmm. to the booth. I say very that's well yeah, that that's the reason why. And you know, something else that people have been complaining about is that's the reason why Rule is getting paid as much as he is getting paid was because he probably could have gone to any other Power Five uh, job that was open in the country. Uh, and again, he did say that there were job openings for, you know, going into the booth and, and being an analyst and, and what have you. And, you know, after listening to his opening press conference, I think he'd make a really good analyst, actually. Hell yeah. Um, but that's why Nebraska had to spend so much to get him is because he had job opportunities really wherever he wanted to go. So I don't I mean, it is a lot of money to spend and it is it is a weird length of a contract, eight years, uh, nine mil a year. But I mean. If you truly believe that this is going to be the guy that's going to turn you around, and and based on what he's done at his other two co- collegiate stops, there's no reason to, to think otherwise. Uh, then the the money will be an afterthought because if things do turn around, he'll get an extension and he'll be paid more. Uh, good thought from a- uh, Aaron off the text line. Uh, sorry, Eamon text line. Guys, could we think the rest of the incoming staff is still coaching? Would that be the main reason for not having the rest of the staff hired uh, before being able to go out and recruit, which I think starts tomorrow? I don't think that that's much of a possibility because it just because I'm looking at Marcus Satterfield, right? I think this is kind of the move. This is the time to kind of make your moves Mm -hmm. unless you have a championship game. Then it might be, you know, kind of we talked about that with Chris Kleiman when he was a possibility for the head coaching Mm -hmm. job. It might extend a week. So I mean, EJ was that UConn's going bowling. 
Yeah. They're going to a bowl well, game, and, and he's, he's so with Nebraska South now. South Carolina. Yeah. There's a lot of the teams that are going. But it may be championship weekend, guys. Other than that, I wouldn't see a reason. Most uh, other coaches are making moves. I mean, you're trying to think of the, the teams in the championship games, how many of those teams. I, I mean, I, I haven't heard any names connected to any of those teams that yeah. could be coming to Nebraska. But I think it's just, you know, flushing everything out and, and seeing who he wants to bring in on staff, who he trusts enough to bring onto the staff and, and be with him uh, at Nebraska for this turnaround. So he's, he's taking his time. I still I am still not weirded out, but it's strange how Satterfield was the OC and quarterbacks coach at South Carolina, and now he's the OC and tight ends coach here, which leads me to believe that He's got his quarterbacks coach uh, picked out, and they're just waiting because it's you know some of these some of these titles and other position coaches little, little not a little strange. That's really the only one that's strange. So uh, we'll see who the quarterbacks coach is, and I mean Jake Peets has been mentioned as the quarterbacks coach, but it hasn't been officially announced. So we'll see if that one ends up happening. But it's it's going to be really interesting who he fills the rest of his coaching staff out with because, again, he also doesn't have a defensive coordinator. He's got a right. defensive line coach and a defensive backs coach. doesn't have a linebackers coach, doesn't have a D coordinator, uh, doesn't have a receivers coach, doesn't have a quarterbacks coach. So there's a lot of other positions that he's going to need to fill out um, before they get on the road recruiting. I think he said they wanted to get out on Friday. Um, so And he wanted to have his coaching staff filled out by then. So we'll see uh, how many more announcements we get today and uh, tomorrow. And it should be noted, too, I, I don't know, um, as far as the official Nebraska football page, they did kind of the, the tweets releasing what guys were doing. Mm -hmm. Marcus Satterfield, his his tweet just said offensive coordinator. So um, I, we'll see. Maybe mm -hmm. the tight ends coaches is, is in there as well. Again, it, it's kind of been just kind of placing guys yeah. where you think they kind of would yeah. fit. And somebody and was asking about, I don't think Sean Becton is on the staff. I think he might have been one of the people that was still – that was that was let go as well. Uh, I don't know if it's official, but I I don't think yeah no. I don't think. And then somebody asked about Bill Bush. Bill Bush also let go. Yeah, and they don't have like official announcements yeah. for that. Very, <laughs> so yeah. you just kind of figure yeah, you figure that out through the exactly. through the tweets of, of yeah. some of the people covering things. Either that, or you know, when when all the positions are filled, and you go, well, okay, well then nobody made it through. Yeah. Um, you know the walkway. Does it? Uh, let me ask you this because it has been. You know, he said Matt Rule says his guys. Does that? bother you or does that give you confidence because you know we've we've seen it and i said it earlier on the captain we've seen it where somebody surrounds them with their guys and then their guys don't challenge them so they mm -hmm. become yes men mm -hmm. uh as well, opposed a... to just kind of bringing you know this past year i think was a pretty good example of let's just throw a bunch of guys in yeah. a room and see if it works there's a difference there's been between some there's a difference between surrounding yourself with all of your friends all of your yes men and surrounding yourself with people who you have worked with before and you and you trust um, to get on the same page as you but still you know push you in the right direction and i think that's what Matt Rule is doing because these are people that he's worked with at different locations not all at the same location there's you know some people he worked with at Baylor at at you know with Carolina with Temple some people he just has you know relationships with through other people so it's it's not you know i i hate to like you know, go back to, you know, previous coaching staffs, but it's not bringing your entire staff over from your previous stop. Kind of what Luke Fickle's doing right now is what it looks like, uh, which means Jim Leonard's not going to so be the Scott defensive. Scott by the way. D Jim Leonard's not going to be the defensive coordinator at Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, Somebody's going to have a defensive coordinator, by the way. Like I said, Nebraska has Maybe an Nebraska. open defensive coordinator. Spot. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that one out there. Yeah. Um, but there's a difference between getting people that you trust and, and bringing in all your friends. Yeah. So, and I think, I think, again, I, I don't, 
I can't speak on it. I think that's what Matt Rule is doing. That's what it looks like he's doing. He's bringing in people who he's worked with before, who he trusts, who he can get on the same page with and get this program turned around. Yeah, and get it off and, and running quickly. The other thing I wanted to ask you, because I know people hate P.J. Fleck. Mm-hmm. Is Matt Rule kind of a kind of a PJ Fleck? You getting any of that sort of like? I, I in terms of in terms of like the he doesn't the, have row the boat, but he's yeah. Kind no, in of terms that. of like the speeches and yeah. in terms of the 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 talking and the I, he the way he speaks reminds me of PJ Fleck, but he doesn't seem the raw raw type. The mm. the kind of guy who's gonna you know jump into the arms of his players after <laughs> a win and uh, you know talk about rowing the boat and have all of these you know. Um, not cliches. What's the what's the word I'm looking for? All these all these sayings. Uh, um, what did what did Frost call? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember what it is. But sloganeering. Yeah, slogan. All these slog- Yeah, all these slogans on the walls and, yeah. and change the helmets and whatever to to match his <laughs> his type of vibe. He seems like the kind of guy who he he'll he'll talk a lot and he'll he'll kind of in in uh be very enthused with his words when he's speaking. Um. He'll give PJ a Fleck a run for his money at opening statements at Big Ten Media Days. Oh yeah. Um, but in terms of being like a PJ Fleck raw raw kind of slogan guy, I don't I don't see that. I just see him as kind of this you know you don't you never want to say bigger than the brand or anything. But and, and PJ Fleck kind of has that mm-hmm. you know he kind of like you said kind of takes over the helmet takes over the whole program. I think Matt Rule's got like this. He's just kind of he's a ruler. He's a CEO. Yeah. He's he's kind of the brand that is being pushed forward. And uh, and 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 again, it's it's an interesting route that that Nebraska took to hire him. I like the hire still. I'll continue to say it. Um, I don't know. It, it doesn't. Based on his resume, it shows you th- that he's going to put Nebraska in a position three to four years from now, where whether it's him or anybody else moving forward you're in a good spot to mm-hmm. take over. Basically, at worst in my mind, or I want to say at worst because things can play out, but get you back to where you were. If he leaves, no worse than when Bo Pelini left, which it wasn't great, but you had you know, you know, had some state. If you didn't hire Mike Riley, if you would have went with a, a sound hire from yeah. there, you wouldn't have had all this rebuilding. I feel like Matt Rule at least gets you there. Now, there's no... There's no study. You, you don't know what he does if he stays somewhere for eight years. We don't know if he can. It's like he he's a rebuilder. He's not he's not somebody that keeps a good program great. He, we haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. We don't know about that. So that's something that's kind of still left out there to see on his resume. But uh, again, one of the one of the hottest coaching commodities uh, out there. Um, uh, coming back to college yeah. football, it's 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 great, and I think he fits in well with the Big Ten West, though. I, oh yeah, I, I feel like um, he's a he's a college guy. So to yeah. me, to me, and you know, again, this is just kind of speculation. Nebraska fans, I don't think you have to worry about Matt Rule really going anywhere. Um, because the only move up for him, I don't see him going back to the NFL. The only move up would be if James Franklin gets fired or leaves Penn State. Uh, that would be the only job offering that I believe. Again, me, I believe mm. Matt Rule would leave for. Yeah, and there, I mean, there's always that I, that idea out there that maybe, again, to me, because he didn't get a quarterback in the NFL. You think he'd? I don't think he'd go back. I think he seems more like a college guy. He definitely I think the, from the, the outside. The speeches and everything oh, that yeah. kind of what he's about doesn't seem like it would mesh well with with you know grown adults who no. are who are in it to make their money and who are making. More than him on on a, on a, on occasion. I agree with you, but he's a competitive guy, and competitive guys don't like yeah. to lose. Competitive guys don't like to just keep winning losses. in college. I know. I'm just saying. So Nick Saban did. It's not a worry. I mean, we're all we're, we're talking down the down the line yeah. from here, and, and obviously, yeah, if he goes to the, the NFL, Nebraska's in a good spot. Yeah. Again, that's that's not the worst. 
uh, Nebraska will at least be doing well from there. So, all right, let's take a quick break here on the Ticket Water Cooler. We'll be back. We'll talk more about these hires, the, the news of Malachi Coleman's decommitment, Keegan Johnson in the portal. Hit you up with some volleyball. Volleyball starting tonight. Heck yeah, Delaware State, the Hornets. There you go. You know a lot about the Hornets? Not really. I've been trying to do some research, but eh, it's here and there. <laughs> like, I was like when Nebraska played Fordham. And we like tried to reach out to like beat writers, and there was like one college student that was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you guys don't have like coverage. It's their first time in the NCAA tournament. I can tell you that. Well, that's good for them. Let's beat them down. Unfor- and yeah. They'll never come back. Unfortunate pairing, but yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back here, ninety-three-seven. The ticket.